Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. This is episode number 247, and today we're going to talk about an incredibly frustrating weight loss pattern that I see all the time that a lot of people get sucked into, and honestly, it just leads to no results. It leads you to feel like you're spinning your wheels time and time again and just getting absolutely nowhere. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But first, a couple of very quick things. Number one, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you spending your time with me each week. It means so much to me, and I truly hope that all of these episodes are incredibly valuable for you. And then the second thing I wanted to share, and this will actually probably be the last episode where I talk about this, I want your feedback. So in the coming months, one of two things will likely happen. Either we'll start having ads on this podcast, or we'll have like a real life weight loss plus, like a community or membership or whatever you want to call it. That would be a small monthly fee, probably like nine or 10 bucks per month. And this is where I need and want your feedback. I need to know if you're interested in this. So just go to losefatlist.com. I'll include that link in the show notes as well. And on that page, you'll see everything that would be included in this possible uh, real life weight loss plus uh, community that we would have. And then you can put your name, your email on that list as a way of kind of raising your hand and saying, Hey, Corey, yes, yes, I'm totally interested in this. And, and I would jump on it for nine or 10 bucks per month. So the voting period, as of now, I plan to go through pro- like the end of Ju- June, right? So like I said, this will be the last episode for this, but let me be very, very clear by not choosing, by not putting your name on that list, you're choosing, you're saying, no, 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 I'm, I'm good. I'm not interested in that. And you know, yeah, ads will be fine. It doesn't matter to me. And the whole reason I'm doing this, I mentioned it a few episodes back, the the more successful a podcast becomes, the more it costs to host the podcast and to run the podcast and to do all the various things, uh, to use the, the software that's used, all these things. So this will just be a simple way to kind of offset those costs. All right? All right. So just take 60 seconds right now. Go to losefatlist.com and either put your name on the list or don't. Either way, it's fine. I love you all the same. Thank you so much for your feedback. Okay, now let's get into today's episode. It's summer. (laughs) It is summer. Actually, yesterday was officially the first day of summer here in the United States. Now, depending on where you live, warm or maybe even hot weather is here or it's almost here. And a lot of people are like, oh, crap wait a minute, I really do want to be in shape and look and feel great for the beach or the pool or I, or just when I wear shorts and just have a lot more skin exposed, right? I mean, winter kind of allows us to cover up more and then warm weather gets here and it's like, uh-oh, I got to do something about this. And for a lot of people, <laughs> life might slow down a little in the summer. Now, maybe if you're not in that category, forgive me. I know for some people it speeds up. But for a lot of people, whether they do it intentionally or unintentionally, life can kind of slow down a little in the summer. There tends to be more vacation days. The kids are out of school. Things are just a little more relaxed. Sports might not be as quite as busy. It's a changing of the season. And with that, with the changing of the season, comes renewed inspiration to get into shape. But the transition to spring and summer can be even more enticing or exciting or intense 
because it's fueled by that desire to want to look good in a swimsuit or in the vacation photos. So we begin this yearly cycle, this yearly pattern, and we can, I'm going to explain the entire year. I did this uh, a few episodes back. I say a few, maybe in the early, late 100s, early 200s episodes. And what I'm going to share today will be very, very similar, but I'm believe I'm almost committed to sharing this multiple times per year because I see it so much and it's just going to leave you absolutely frustrated because it will leave you with no results. A bunch of false attempts, but no results. Like I said earlier, spinning your wheels. So right now, here we are, changing of the seasons. People are excited. So what do we do? Let's get into it. Let's get into this pattern, the cycle. We start some new workout or maybe a weight loss challenge, or we go back to some old diet that we say worked for us when we did it eight years ago. But did it really work? If you have to do it again, you guys know I, that's kind of one of my pet peeves. I've talked about it before on the podcast. Anyway, here we are. We're recommitted to our weight loss and fitness goals because, duh, I mean, warm weather's here and maybe we'll have some success, but then summer fully hits and you probably wind up taking one of two approaches. When it comes to weight loss and our bodies and our fitness goals, I've noticed there are a couple of different ways that people handle summer. This is important. This is relevant. Summer is here. (laughs) Pay attention. The first one is some people's entire weight loss and fitness goals are purely motivated by hot weather. They want to look great. Like I mentioned earlier, they want to look great for the pool or beach or just wearing shorts and t-shirts. So they do everything possible to lose weight and get fit for summer. And then they try their best to hang on to their results throughout the summer and all of the celebrations and the vacations and the cookouts and barbecues and holidays. But their discipline is starting to wear down and summer will be coming to an end and cooler weather will start creeping in. So why not relax a little with the diet and all of the crazy exercise? Essentially, it's incredible motivation and discipline that's fueled by this desire to look great or to at least look better because hot weather's here. But the problem is, is that will only carry on for so long. And and if that's someone's entire motivation, that's fine. That's great. And you can just do that every year and you can lose some weight and then regain the weight and lose some weight and then regain the weight. And that's it. If you're okay with that, that's fine. It's your body. It's your life. That's exactly what some people do. But I believe this next Uh, this next approach is much more prevalent when it comes to getting in shape with the changing of the seasons, getting in shape for summer. So the second summer approach is kind of similar, but it it really kind of winds up being the opposite. Someone wants to look great for hot weather and swimsuits and showing more skin, just like the first group I talked about. But in this category, with this approach, the motivation wanes and it runs out well before fall, well before the end of summer. They get all excited in early spring because they know warm weather is coming. So they start a diet and they get really strict and they try to work out as much as possible to lose that winter weight. And maybe they're somewhat successful, but as summer wears on, they kind of just let loose a little bit as they enjoy all of the good things about summer. All of the things I mentioned earlier, the celebrations, vacations, and cookouts, and holidays. They relax on their diets and their workouts and really kind of intentionally or maybe unintentionally detach or unplug from normal life. The kids are out of school. Maybe their work schedule is different. Trips and travel are planned. Bottom line, it's just so easy to get out of our normal routine. We're not in a rhythm. And when we don't have a rhythm, when we don't have normalcy with our schedules, 
when we're not in a daily routine of some sort, well, then suddenly following a diet and getting in consistent workouts, it just gets really tough, doesn't it? So then what do we do? We rationalize. Oh, it's summer. It's summer. It's just that time of year. I'll just enjoy this time with family and friends, and then I'll get back to it when summer's over. The kids will be back in school. I have more time for myself. Work will be back to normal. We won't be traveling as much. Life will be normal, and I'll get back into a good routine. Have you ever said that? I've heard a lot of people over the past 20-plus years that I've been doing this say something very similar. And it's like, okay, great. That sounds awesome. There's only one problem. And it's what I call the slide. <laughs> I'll tell you more about this in just a minute. See, we end summer with intentions of getting back to normal, getting back to our workouts, and getting back into the routine with our diet. And maybe it happens for a little while, but for most people, the slide eventually takes over. The fall slide, to be specific. And this is something that I see happen every year around this time. Like I said, this entire yearly pattern is something that I see. Hang with me. I'm going to explain exactly what I'm talking about, okay? You're coming off of summer where hopefully you've got some vacation time, some great family time, all that stuff, right? Maybe even a little extra rest. Now, for most people, fall, if we're really honest, fall, autumn, whatever you want to call it, it, it can be really busy and just jam-packed. It's not just you, but everyone. It's like everyone was kind of unplugged for the majority of summer, and now it's on. Like it's on, it's, it's a hundred miles per hour. It's kind of like an adult version of school. We're all back and we're all full throttle. Get the kids back in school, new projects at work. Oh yeah. I volunteered for something at church that I totally forgot about, but now I know it's late September. I got to get that going. Oh, and I'm supposed to bring snacks twice a month for my son's classroom or my daughter's class. Oh, and I'm helping plan the fall festival. And if you're a sports fan, there are football games and tailgating and parties just about every weekend. Oh, 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 and don't forget, there's also fall break, so we'll be out of town for that weekend, that long weekend, and now two of my kids are sick. Great crap. Oh, my gosh. I hope it's not COVID. Oh, wait, no, wait a minute. Holy crap. I'm sick. Crap. I hope it's not COVID, <laughs> and I'm not quite recovered yet from whatever that sickness was I had, but Halloween is coming up, so it's time to trick-or-treat, and you know I'm going to sneak in a little extra candy. I mean, come on, who doesn't do that? Who doesn't steal a little bit of their kid's candy or maybe just eat a little bit that they bought to hand out to trick-or-treaters? It's just once per year. I mean, come on, man. Come on, Corey. Who doesn't do that? Now September and October are gone. Here comes November, more school events, gratitude day at work where we have a big feast, three different Friendsgiving celebrations, and then the real deal, Thanksgiving, for those of you who are in the United States listening, Thanksgiving, which most people travel for, and awesome. Now I have another cold and I feel kind of crummy, but I can't rest too much because, I mean, Christmas is around the corner. I've got to buy Christmas gifts for everyone, pull up, all, or excuse me, put out all the decorations, finish that project at work before the year wraps up, attend 27 different holiday parties in the next two and a half weeks, which will all be loaded with holiday food that I never get any other time of the year, so I really want to eat it. And then it's actually Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever holiday you might celebrate, which again, often involves some travel. And definitely involves a ton of delicious, super high-calorie, indulgent holiday dishes. And just when you think it's all done, it's time to put up the decorations, clean the house, return all of the gifts that you and your kids will never wear or use, only to buy other stuff that you'll probably never wear or use while you're at the store returning other stuff. And the new year is almost here. It's just a few days away. That, my friends, what I just described in the last, like, 
two and a half minutes is the slide. Summer comes and we have grand plans about getting in shape for hot weather. And then it's here and gone in a flash. And before we know it, it's time for the kids to go back to school. Summer is wrapping up. And once again, with the changing of the season, we have grand plans about how we'll get back into our normal routine with fall and get back to our diet and get back to regular workouts and lose weight. And snap, boom, just like that. You blink and it's December 29th. What in the world just happened to the last 100 days of my life? After this, uh, you know, the kind of weird disconnectedness of summer, we think fall will bring some normalcy. So we plan for and bank on that normalcy, a normal schedule, a normal daily routine to help us get going again with our diet and our workouts. And maybe in early to mid-September, you're feeling good and thinking you were right. Yeah, but then here comes the slide. The problem with the summer to fall to holiday transition is that life gradually speeds up. If... Life kind of slows down in the summer. And see, here's the thing. Don't miss this, guys. Don't miss this. It doesn't matter what season of life it is. It doesn't matter what season of the year it is. We can always find a reason to fudge on our diet a little bit. We can always find a reason to put off losing weight. We can always find a reason. Well, my schedule's way too busy. Well, at least you have a schedule and a daily routine. Yeah, but when things slow down, I'll be able to lose weight. Okay, things slow down. Well, now I don't have any routine. I don't have any schedule. Okay, well, now things are too busy. I'm too busy when the kids are out of school. Let me wait till they're back in school. Okay, the kids are back in school. Well, the kids are back in school, and now I'm driving them everywhere to sports practice, and I got to do the, the, the snacks for the classroom. There's always a reason if we allow there to be. As I said, if things slow down during the summer, that can lull us into this, you know what, I just want to relax and enjoy with my family. And I get it. I don't blame you. But then we shift to fall, and the problem with the summer to fall to holiday transition is that we go from super slow to a little bit faster, and then fast, 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 busy, 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 busy. It's like we went from being too relaxed and maybe having too much fun in the summer in order to lose weight (laughs) to being too busy and having too much to do to lose weight in the fall and holiday season. But it's so sneaky, and it's so gradual. Most people don't even realize it's happening. We blink, it's the end of December, and then we're staring at January, a new year. And we all know what comes next, right? (laughs) Oh, man. Fall was way busier than I thought. Really? Is it? I mean, are are we really saying that again? Don't we say that every year? Man, golly, October, November just flew by. Fall was so busy. So it's time to recommit. Just like we did at the end of summer before fall started. We'll recommit again. It's time to recommit. And it's the perfect time because it's a new year with a clean slate. Woohoo! Look at this. Every single gym and diet program is on sale. Isn't it amazing how that happens? <laughs> and then in late December, early January, most people have just experienced, like I described, this perfect recipe for weight loss, excitement, and enthusiasm. Because of the holidays, we've had plenty of food, maybe too much heavy decadent food that's left us overly full and bloated and lethargic and just ready for something different. We finally had some time off from work to rest and recharge. So finally, instead of feeling run down, stressed and too exhausted to think about, much less do anything about losing weight, instead of that, we're coming off some rest time with plenty, maybe too much holiday food in our bodies and we're mentally refreshed. So we start thinking about the possibilities. We start dreaming and getting excited about losing weight and the success that we can have. Plus, it's about to be a new year. So it's a fresh start, a clean slate, like I said. And we start thinking 
And in that moment, maybe even starting to believe, I can do this. I'm really going to do it this time. I'm going to find the best diet and the best workout. And this is going to be my best year ever. New year, new me. Woohoo! And this, my friends, is exactly why we have New Year's resolutions and an entire multi-billion dollar industry around it. The conditions are perfect for us to think, to really kind of believe that we can conquer the world and change our bodies and change our life and do all of the things that just a few short weeks ago seemed totally impossible. All of the things that we try to do every new year and fail miserably at because we can't or don't stick to it. Now, as someone who helps other people change their bodies, having been in this fitness and weight loss world for over 20 years, honestly, I have really mixed emotions about this whole new year, new me energy. I absolutely love the motivation and the optimism. It feels good, doesn't it? I mean, it really feels great to see your world full of possibilities and positivity instead of just seeing limitations and obstacles, which sadly for a lot of us, that's what we see on a regular basis. But, Here's the thing. Often the obstacles can be real. In real life and all the stuff that comes with it, stress, busyness, hectic schedules, family stuff, work stuff, being tired and feeling run down, all that stuff, it's part of life and it's coming back. Gee, thanks, Corey. Now I feel depressed. (laughs) Hang with me. It's coming back. But see, we get lulled into this post-Christmas, post-holiday dream world where we have tons of energy and then sometimes a lot of time also on our hands, right? A lot of free time. So we start thinking we can actually do this. Plus, everyone else is excited too, so it's easy to get excited. You might even partner up with a friend or a couple of people from work. You're going to, you're going to do this. You're really going to do it. And you're going to do it together, and you're going to hold each other accountable. And then what happens? Look, I so wish it was different, but the majority of time, it just doesn't work, does it? Unlike the gradual sneaky slide that we experience From the end of summer, through the fall, through the holidays, boom, boom, boom. Unlike that, the death of New Year's resolutions often comes like a smack in the face. We massively overcommit because we're committing while we're rested and fresh and dreaming. So we overcommit and then we realize, holy crap, what was I thinking? There's no way I can keep up all this. There's no way I can do all of this. And then by mid to late February, work is in full swing, life has come at us full throttle, and we realize we don't have the time, energy, or space in our lives for this whole new year, new me thing. So we stop. Maybe we trail off gradually, but usually it's very much an on-off, all-or-nothing kind of thing. We go back to our old life, to what we're accustomed to, and what is easiest for us to do on a day-to-day basis. And we're okay with that for a little while because it gives us some relief and makes sense. So we're okay with it until... Let's move through the year. The warm weather starts creeping in again. The warm weather gets here. The seasons change, and we're ready to change too. So we brew up some motivation and crank up another diet or weight loss challenge. This is the yearly pattern that I've seen over and over and over and over again for so many people. It may or may not happen for you, but trust me, it is prevalent. It is common. And this pattern just repeats itself. The warm weather motivation, that's where we are right now. Yesterday was the first day of summer. The warm weather motivation, then the fall slide, then the new year hope and optimism, then the February slap, 
where we realize, holy crap, I overcommitted. And then here we are again with the warm weather motivation and then the disconnected summer and right back to the fall slide and right back to the new year hope. We do this year after year, gang. And then we wonder why we can't lose weight. It's like a bunch of false starts. It's like trying to take a cross-country road trip and every time you get going about after maybe 70, 75 miles, your car breaks down and you're like, well, crap, I'm stuck here for a little while. Now, you might make a little progress, but you're not making it to your destination, to your overall goal. You're not making it across the country if every 70 to 75 miles you break down. For so many of us, as I said, this is our pattern. And it may look a little different for each person, but if I had to guess, it's pretty similar. And the end result is the same. We go through life always hoping, always planning, but never reaching our weight loss goals. Matter of fact, many people go through with an, sadly, an upward trend when it comes to weight, when it comes to the scales. Not only are they not successfully losing weight, they're gaining it from year to year. Typically, research shows us the average person will gain about three to five pounds per year. Now, that doesn't sound too bad. Oh, Corey, it's just three pounds. It's just five pounds. Not too bad until, until we realized that five years ago, man, five years ago, that was 2018. 2018 seems like, it seems like just yesterday. So five years ago really wasn't that long ago. And then based on these statistics, someone very easily could have gained 15 to 25 pounds during that time frame, even if we didn't have a worldwide pandemic. So five years passes and three to five pounds per year can really add up over time. Now, are you ready for some good news? <laughs> are you ready to kind of bring this together? It doesn't have to be this way. We all have habits. We all have patterns. It's okay. But here's the thing. We are a product of those habits, and we are a product of those patterns. And our patterns are called patterns for a reason. Patterns repeat. And my patterns and your patterns will just repeat unless we take intentional steps to see it, stop it, and change it. And to stop or change a pattern, as I said, you must first see it. But to see it, you must see yourself. You must get to know yourself better. you got to have tremendous self-honesty and self-awareness. And if you don't, then you'll probably, sadly, never see your patterns. And if you never see them, well, then again, we're back to the beginning. You'll never change them. But this can be really tough to do. And it's one of the big things that we do in my coaching group. We help people recognize their patterns and their limiting beliefs and the recurring thoughts that they have that keep them from making the progress that they so desperately want to make. And then we help them take very specific steps to break free, to break free from those patterns and to actually move toward their goals. I'd love for you or anyone who's interested to become part of my Inner Circle Coaching Group. But for now, here's the best thing that I can recommend. Listen to this episode again. Oh, Corey, what? It's summer, man, and you were talking about Christmas and fall, and that's just weird. Okay, look, then don't don't worry about it. Don't try to catch your pattern and just move on through life. Hey, if you're interested in seeing if this applies to you, then listen to this episode again and get really honest with yourself. Does this sound like your typical yearly cycle? And it might even be helpful to get your spouse or a really close friend to listen to this episode and then give you some honest feedback to let you know if this is like, yeah, I'm sorry. This sounds exactly like what you do over the course of a year. Like I've witnessed it before, year after year. And then if you confirm that you do some version of this unproductive 12-month weight loss cycle, 
then it's time to do something different. And here's what I recommend, and it's going to be really boring, and you're not going to like it because everything in you is like, oh, it's warm weather, and I got to do keto with intermittent fasting and work out twice a day so that I can look as good as possible in the swimsuit. And if that's your choice, that's fine. I'm not going to judge you. But if you want to break free from this cycle, then here's what I recommend. Maybe just pick two or three small, simple things that you can and will do, like really commit to for the entire summer so that when fall comes, you're still doing them. Yes, the whole summer, like no matter what, barring anything truly catastrophic or life-altering, like you're still doing these through July, through August, into September. And you'll be amazed. You'll feel a sense of accomplishment and success when fall rolls around. And then if you choose, you can maybe add a few more things. That can be a really powerful process because as we said earlier, five years, boom, it goes by in a flash. So summer's going to go by in a flash. And imagine if you just keep building. It's a really powerful thing. It's one of the things that we do in my coaching group. And it may sound really simple or not very effective, but I promise it will do so much more for you in the long term than what you've been doing, which is just further ingraining a habit of not sticking with it. A habit of fault starts and getting nowhere and just waiting for the other shoe to drop so you can quit and enjoy whatever season. So you can quit and just enjoy the rest of summer so that you can quit because you're way too busy during the fall so that you can quit because it's the holidays and it's just way too hard with all this food around. Or you're just too busy or you're just this or you're just that or whatever comes with whatever season that it happens to be. So I hope that you'll take action with this. I hope you'll listen to this episode again or let a close friend or spouse listen and chime in and be really self-aware and really honest to see if this is your pattern. And then I hope you'll take me up on my little miniature challenge and maybe just pick two or three simple things that you can and will do throughout the entire summer. I also hope that you'll take about 60 seconds and go to losefatlist.com. Check out what would be part of Real Life Weight Loss Plus. This is not a for sure thing. We may do it. We may not. And then either put your name on the list or don't. And as I said, either way, I appreciate you. I love you. And, and I just, I'm thankful that you took the time to give me your input. And then last, but certainly not least, I hope that you know there's so much more to you than a number on the scale. So whether it's summer, fall, or winter, or whatever, there's so much more to you than that. So don't let the scales dominate your head, like dominate your your day or dictate your headspace or determine your emotions. No, no, no. No, you're so much more than a number. But losing weight, yeah, that can be great. But it's really all about gaining life. And I love helping people do it. And I hope that this podcast has maybe helped you do it or maybe helped you shift your perspective on losing weight. But it's not about the number on the scale. And it's not just about what size of clothes you fit into. Losing weight is about gaining life and doing all the things in life you've always wanted and living the life you've always wanted. And I know you can do it. Even if you don't believe in yourself, it's absolutely okay. You keep coming back. I'll keep working on you. You can borrow some of my belief. We'll build your belief and we will get you there, my friend. Thank you so much for your time today. I hope that you are blessed and well. Take care. Bye-bye.